Welcome to the Creation of Living podcast. I'm your host, Heather Nichols, and I'm delighted you're here. Join me for conversations and inspirations for creating way more in every area of your life and living. Welcome, everybody. We are here this week um, with the amazing, phenomenal Dr. Dane here, who is uh, the co-creator and co-founder of Access Consciousness, um, facilitator of magnitude, international author, best-selling author, and so many other credentials that I can't even list and remember right now. But <laughs> just a and phenomenal. Who cares what they are anyway? Exactly. Really? I mean, really. Exactly. Phenomenal being. <laughs> there we go. I like yeah. That. Yeah. Cool. And and someone who has contributed massively to my life changing in so many ways over the years. I'm just so grateful for you. So thank you for being here. Thank you. It is an honor and a pleasure. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to talk to you about bodies. Um, bodies. bodies. What are those? Why do we have them? What's the deal, bro? Not everybody knows that they do have one. Um, <laughs> Not everybody likes the fact that they have one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you have a different reality with your body. And um, you have, you know, one of the things that has changed a lot for me from my classes with you and with Gary Douglas and Access Consciousness is like so much change with my body. And um, there's like this whole different universe with bodies available with the, the tools of access. So I wanted to talk to you about that because you have a lot of magic in this. Let's talk because I tell you, you know, 21 years ago, I didn't know I had one or didn't care. And it was only a source of pain and judgment. And I realized that these beautiful things that we inhabit as vehicles to get us from one place to another here and enjoy our lives are, are these amazing gifts. And most people don't talk about it from that place. The, you know, it, it, what's funny to me is that most people try to, from their head, figure out what's going to work for their body. But it's from a judgment of what somebody else said work for them or should work for everybody because, oh, you have this kind of metabolism and this, and yeah, we all have a different kind of metabolism. But what we're not doing is we're not getting connected with our bodies. These, these phenomenal elements of, of presence and consciousness, which is what they actually could be. Kind of like, um, like if you've ever met a horse or a dog and you were just like, oh my God, you're so sweet. I just like, I could just cuddle you all day. Well, our bodies have a similar thing going on and nobody's acknowledging it. So we're invalidating them continuously and then trying to make them look the right way as though the only purpose to have a body is to have the right image. And so we try to judge it into the right box that never fits and it always hurts and it's always too small as a way of somehow creating a result that we're not even sure the result we're looking for, but we keep knowing that if we can just judge our body enough, we might get there. We're stupid. Let's put it that way. We're stupid. <laughs> we have our sweet bodies who are going along for the ride because your body will give you anything. Your body will give you more of what you judge. Yeah. You know, if you judge, I'm too flabby. I'm too saggy. I got too many wrinkles. I'm losing my hair. You know, this part of my body is not beautiful enough. Your body will give you more of that because judgment is such an intense energy that when you direct it at your body, that's what shows up. 
and your body goes, oh, that's what you want? Okay, because it, it will function from the most intense or the most prevailing or the most, uh, or not prevailing, prevalent or the most dominant energy. And it will give you whatever energy you direct at it. And so here we are in this vicious cycle of desiring something different from our bodies, believing our bodies are the problem, which is how we direct it at them. Well, if you've got this problem and this problem and this problem, let me solve it with these supplements and this way of, you know, this way of eating and this way of doing and this way of exercising and this way of, and our body's sitting there going, um, okay, I'll do whatever you want, but um, I'm actually not the problem. You are, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's That reminds me of my first book that I read from Access, which is money isn't the problem. You are. It's like, yes. Your body isn't the problem. You are as well. <laughs> True story. Similar point of view. And, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. So that's where we are. And how can we get to someplace that is actually something that works? Because let's face it, who wouldn't like a body that, that felt beautiful to them and, and sexy, if that's what you're going for, or, or healthy or, or whatever it is, because we all have a different target. But what if there's a different way of getting to that target than everything else that we've been taught? And what if it actually involves acknowledging that our body has a consciousness of its own? that our body is indeed a gift that we have never truly acknowledged for the gift that it is. And what if we start there and then start to have a conversation that actually includes our body? Yes, please. <laughs> That's okay. making my body really happy. <laughs> right? Mine too. My body goes, yes, listen to this asshole. Like, uh, yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, cause I've done yeah. it too. And all those stuff, you know, I, as you know, I just, um, my latest book just came out, which is called Body Whispering, mm -hmm. which is probably why you were like, let's talk about bodies on this, yeah. you know, on this, in this conversation. And it was very interesting because as I was reading through it, you know, because I always do a final proof to make sure that the content is what I would like it to be. And I was reading through this Body Whispering book and I had tears in my eyes and I realized you know, I'm the one who put the words into this book and I still was not really getting it. And as I was reading it, my body was kind of like, um, are you listening to what you've said? And mm. I was like, um, not as much as I could and should, darn it. <laughs> and it was a it was a wonderful eye opener because what it did for me is it created this this beautiful space of having more gratitude for my body, more acknowledgement of it, and also more of the awareness that it actually knows for everything that concerns it, it knows. And I realized I just hadn't been listening. Mm -hmm. And I read my own book, which is really funny. And I started <laughs> listening in a different way. That was, it was not about I'm over here and my body's over here and I'm the being and you are this inferior construct to me it was, wow, what do you have to show me? What do you have to teach me? What gift can you be for me? And what gift have you been for me that I haven't acknowledged? And from that awareness, what gift can I be for you and us on this mm. right now? That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, one of the things that is really pinging me from this conversation that has always been so 
cool to me is that our bodies have a consciousness of their own and we don't, you know, where do we talk about that? Where do we, you know, kids don't grow up with that sense, you know, that they're not taught that they're not encouraged to listen to their bodies, to talk to their bodies, to have this communion with their bodies, to know that, that our bodies, they do have so much information and awareness about how to create things and what's going to work and anything involving the physical world, you know? And it's amazing how, if you just like, I, I, as you know, and a lot of people listening, um, I took up figure skating, um, in almost a year ago, I guess at this point. And I, it was from the request of my body. And it was just like out of the blue one day. And this wasn't something I did as a kid. It wasn't something that I was coming back to. It was just out of the blue one day, my body just said, take me ice skating. And I was like, whoa, that's totally random, you know? And it was such, there was such this energy to it. It was so fun, the energy of it, that I was, two days later, I was there skating. And then the next day and the next day and the next day and pretty much every day since then that I can get to an ice rink. And it's been so cool, like just watching how my body is creating itself with with skating and like what, like how strong I've gotten and all these things that was like things that I was asking for, but my body just went, well, let's just do this. And it's been so fun and it's changed my whole world in so many ways. And it just, all it was, was all it required was me just listening to this amazing organism of my body and the consciousness and what it was asking for and going, okay, cool. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Let's try it. You know? Yeah. Just saying yes. Yeah. And you know, the thing about little kids is if you don't put any controls on them, they will tend to, if we talk about eating, for example, they'll tend to graze Mm -hmm. and, you know, and they do until we teach them that, no, you must eat this much at this time. And if you don't eat dessert, you know, if you don't eat all your meal, you're not, you don't get dessert and all these weird things that we were all taught and, or most of us were taught, I should say. And what you did is you just listened to your body and said, yes, you're like, okay, but here's the weird part. When we're really being us, when we're really in connection with our body, it doesn't feel like anything. Yes. Which is also where a lot of people who might even desire this that are listening, who are like, I want what they're talking about. Yes, please. Well, here's the thing is it's that whisper where your body goes, I skating. And you're like, Mm -hmm. what? I skating. What? ice skating. What? Ice skating. Okay, fine. I'll do ice skating, you know, but it's our bodies don't communicate in words. They communicate in energies. And so they'll give us a sense of, Ooh, that would be fun. And what most of us do is, Oh, I can't do that because I've never ice skated before and I'm not really good enough good at it. And I can't do figure skating. Are you kidding? I don't even know what a figure is and let alone skating. I don't know what that is. And we have all of our reasons and justifications for saying no, And what I say is, let's learn to say yes with our bodies. Our bodies love exploration. Our bodies love difference. Our bodies love playing. Our bodies like being alive, unlike most of the idiot beings who are connected with them. And I would say occupying them, except, so let's, let's do a really quick exercise just for a moment, okay? So I'd like everybody listening to expand out a mile in all directions. How do I do that, Dr. Dean? Just 
freaking do it, okay? <laughs> Pick your space that you think is right around your body or is your body and expand it a mile in all directions. <sighs> okay, good. Now I'm not waiting long because it doesn't take long. You just have to go, yes. Okay, now 10 miles in all directions. Okay, do you notice that you're there too? Yes, you're there also. Okay, now 100 miles in all directions. You notice you're there too. Now 1,000 miles in all directions. You're there too. Now 10,000 miles in all directions. Are you there too? Yeah. Okay, 100,000 miles in all directions. What? That's really big. Exactly. But are you there too? Yeah. Could it being that big, and you could go out basically to the edges of the universe if you're so inclined, but could it being that big fit inside of a body this small? No, your body is inside of you, the being. But there is a connection, a unique connection that we have with our bodies that if we would, instead of trying to force it into existence or force it out of existence, if we would instead be this soft, gentle, melting space with it, mm -hmm. then there's a space of being that we get to be in every moment of our lives because our body is with us every moment of this journey on this planet. And what if that could be glorious rather than torturous? Yeah. And we've learned from a lot of people for whom it's torturous. They hate having bodies. They hate being alive. And then what did we do? We duplicated that because they were here before us. So they must have it right. And we're coming as little kids like, how do they do it here? Oh, I'm gonna do it just like my mom who has this pain and suffering of thousands of years behind her and she's very proud of it. So I'm going to do that, you know, <laughs> rather than if my body were more like an animal that had no judgment and it would just do whatever I wanted, what would I like it to do? I never asked that question. What would I like it to do? And what would I like it to be? And then if you just start to get a sense of that, what starts to happen for most people is they soften up a little bit because they realize they actually can ask, their body. Body, could you slim up a few inches, please? And if so, what would that take? See, we don't do that. We go, oh my God, I'm too fat. Okay, let me find the appropriate diet. And now I'm, a, I'm somewhat, I'm grateful that there are other conversations out there about, it's not about dieting. It's about, you know, finding the right way to eat for your body. But even the people that are saying that are still saying this is the right way. And the other ways are the wrong way. There is no right way and there is no wrong way. Yeah. Your body is probably a paleo, keto, pseudo vegetarian <laughs> carnivore of magnitude. You know, <laughs> we're like today, it's a veggie day. Tomorrow, yeah. a lot of meat. The next day, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And it's like, we don't give our bodies that freedom because we're trying to fit them in the box because we've all decided there's some friggin' appropriate right box that we should fit into. Yeah. And if we just fit into the box, everything is going to work. Yeah. And yet, if you look over your life, how many boxes have you tried to fit into? And here we are. Is it yeah. actually working? Yeah. No. So, so that's why I say there's something different possible. And something that is so, it's just got a space of, of communion, if you will, ease. And what is communion? It's not the wine and the wafer. Okay, mm -hmm. communion is this, this sense of connection with every molecule of something or the whole universe. And it's like, and you know, people hear that and they're, they're sort of on the other side where they're struggling a lot, working a lot, trying to, trying to beat their body into submission. 
and I get how challenging it could be to even hear a conversation like this. But in actuality, that's where the ease of it comes in. When we stop judging our bodies, when we invite them to play with us and we invite us to play with them in the co-creation of how we're going to show up in the world. Mm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I look at the changes that I've had with my body over the years from doing access and I you know, was, I've played with bodies a lot before access and have, you know, was like a dancer my whole life and like always had fun with my body. Um, but I had so many judgments and I had, I had all these health things going on. I had really bad seasonal allergies and I had really severe back pain and all this stuff. And, and was always looking for the solution and the, you know, like the diet or the body work or whatever. And, just stepping onto this path in a different way of listening to my body, like with food, you know, and so many other things, but, but even just like, I used to do all these crazy diets to try to deal with my allergies. And I did every diet that you mentioned, you know, and, and, you know, do like, no, in the springtime, it would be like no sugar and no dairy and no corn and no tomatoes and no soy, like all you know, and then all this stuff, like extreme measures to try to control my body into the result I was looking for. And then when I started playing with the tools of access and really just asking my body and it, and it is like you say, it's just this, like every day you choose something different. You choose to, you know, listen a little bit more or just try it out, see how it goes, you know? And I stopped having a particular diet and I started just eating what my body was asking for and, you know, doing all these wonderful things like body processes and stuff. And the allergies just went away, you know, they just disappeared. And I, and people say, well, what did you do? It's like, I just started listening to my body. You know, there wasn't one thing, you know, it wasn't like I did this and it changed, you know, but that's how it is in this reality is, you know, what's the thing that I can find that is the solution to the problem Yeah. that I've also decided that I can never solve. Yes. <laughs> you know? Simultaneously. Yeah. And yes. And what is the solution? And it's like, it's, what is the solution that does not involve me actually connecting with this piece of meat <laughs> that I judge and abhor? And it's like, uh that i <laughs> that i want other people to see is beautiful uh excuse me you you can't have all those together yeah and most people don't realize that there's a way that we can be with our bodies that allows our bodies to actually show up as a gift and be a gift to us walking on this planet right now and this is a choice we have but first we need to recognize that we have that as a choice and consider possibly valuing that as a choice that we have because, and, and so it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you could take a magic pill and change everything you decided was wrong with your body, you know, would you take it? And everybody's like, well, yeah, of course I would take it. Well, the magic pill is communication with your body. Are you willing to still take it? Or is that too much work for you and not enough right answer without you having to actually change anything? That's the magic pill. 
And here's the thing is, here's the interesting part also is people will hear this conversation and then they'll go, well, okay, well, so you're saying I should not do any of those ways of eating. You're saying I should not do this and not do this. <laughs> no, uh, I have not said that. If you go back and listen, I have not said that at all. Yeah. I'm saying making anything the solution to the source that is a conclusion that has no input from your body, which is the thing that you are trying to have an impact on, doesn't work. It's you imposing your point of view on it. And let's face it, how many of us like when someone or something imposes their point of view on us? <laughs> we don't. Yeah. It's not fun. None of us yeah. like that. And what do we do in response? Fuck you very much. As we should. You yeah. know, when somebody goes, oh, here's your problem. You should do this. Uh, uh-uh. No, bye-bye. So we're trying to do that with our body as though somehow that's going to work. And in actuality, all we have to do is start by asking our body for the things that concern it. Like we, we have to see, given that we've had these bodies for a while now, mm -hmm. um, at least decades, depending on how old you are when you're listening, it's like, it's kind of like being in a relationship where you never talk to each other anymore you know and it's like well you don't change that in one sentence or one day or by one choice you start it by one choice which is okay i'm going to actually start having a communion with my body i'm going to i'm going to at least start in the direction of seeing if this has any value and that's the first choice the second choice if you actually desire to do this is to start asking your body for the things that concern it body what would you like to eat? You know, whether that's and also, go, and also, would you like to eat? That was, oh, that's, that's a really novel one for people. That's a really novel <laughs> one. That's really novel. And if you actually listen to it, here's the, here's the interesting part is, especially with that one body, would you like to eat? Because most of us have this weird relationship with food that we learned and our families did not do us any favors because they never taught us to ask our bodies. Although I have seen, it's interesting because I have seen parents um, who have kids and they have these access tools, so they use them and they, they tell their kids, hey, okay, so we have all this in the refrigerator. What would your body like? And the kid stands there and goes, body, what would you like? And they go, mm, oh, I would like this and I would like this and I would like this. It's like, I would like some bell peppers and I would like some oranges and I would like some of the rice that we had from Chinese food last night. And they're like, who the hell would put that together? <laughs> a kid asking their body what the body wants, right? So kids yeah. do this because they don't have any other reference point and it's not wrong for them. And they're not trying to get it right. They're just, okay, I'll ask my body what it wants if that works better. And so you'll see, you'll see this occur in this really wonderful way with kids because they're willing to not have to be right for everything else that they have been hit over the head with and that they've chosen and that they thought was right and been taught was right. So they're just open for, okay, this works, cool. And so you'll see that parents who have, who are using access tools with their kids, they'll do this and the kids will have such an easy time. And the parents are always like, oh my God, I wish it were that easy for me. Well, <laughs> yes. But we can start this, and my sense is it's more available now than it's ever been before by just asking, like you said, like, body, would you like to eat? Just wait for a moment to see if it says yes or no. And then, body, what would you like to eat? If it's a yes, what would you like to eat? 
you may be at your kitchen, you know, in your kitchen, you may be, you know, standing in front of the refrigerator, you might be at a restaurant, you might be at the grocery store. Hey, buddy, what are you going to like to eat for the next few days? And just, you're going to get it right. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong sometimes, but the times you get it right, you'll be like, wow, that's pretty awesome. Like you just have this sense of there's no yuckiness associated with anything. Yeah. And you just have the sense of easy for me to say peace and space. <laughs> and, you know, also we ask like body, what would you like to wear when you're standing in front of your closet body? What movement would you like to do? Cause bodies don't like exercise as much as they like movement because they hear exercise as Linda Blair, get rid of the being in the body, which is you. And they're like, I won't be alive without a being. So rather than body, what exercise would you like? body, what movement would you like? But these simple questions start, start this amazing sense of, wow, there is this thing that communicates and it communicates not in words, it communicates in, in whispers of energy. But if you start to follow them, that communication gets stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, the judgment piece too is so big here. Cause when you're not, when when you're not trying to get it right or not get it wrong and you're not like, you know, there's less and less judgment in your own world around all of this stuff. It's so much easier to actually hear. It's like the, the static noise is not there, you know? And, um, you know, I know you also wrote an amazing book called being you changing the world. And there is a international being you day coming up pretty soon on May 22nd, May 22nd, 2021 first one ever so far. So cool. So cool. Um, and there's, there's a real, there's something there that's really just amazing about, you know, having this sense of being and then being present with your body and not, cause I know, I mean, I've heard you say, oh, I ate too much or I ate something that I didn't, my body didn't like. And same with me. I mean, or it, you know, it's, there isn't a right and wrong. And even when you've been using these tools for a long time, you're still going to choose something that maybe didn't work for your body and it's fine, you know, just keep going. And, and if we, if we're not in judgment of ourselves, like, oh, I got that wrong, or I didn't do it right. Or I didn't listen correctly, you know? but you can just have the space of like, okay, cool. Now what, you know, it just, it's, everything is so much easier. Well, it is. And it takes it out of the, the whole right and wrong reality, which is, which is the, the difficulty in the first place, because in a world of right and wrong, people who are aware and the seekers of the world, the, the people who desire something different, the people who don't fit in the mold will always go to the wrongness of them yeah. and the wrongness of what they're doing with their body, the wrongness of what they're being. And they also have this point of view that if I could just look right, if I could just get everything right, then I could finally stop feeling wrong. And so they apply that to this body communication connection uh consideration this whole area of embodiment and so they have this universe of wrongness that they gravitate toward and here's the thing is what all of those seekers actually have available is a reality beyond any reality that has been known (laughs) that is actually what they have access to 
And yet this world we live in makes it appear as though if you even believe in such a thing, you're crazy. And well, then I'm crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> Me too. Um, you know, and so I like to say to the weirdos of the world, the seekers of the world that have been making themselves wrong, um, you are as crazy as you think you are. And that mm -hmm. is the great thing <laughs> about you, you know, and the original yeah. meaning of weird was of spirit, fate or destiny. And so a lot of people not being willing to be weird, not being willing to be crazy enough to talk to their body and listen to it, continuously create the idea that they can't, but they also continuously create problems so that they can fit in with everybody else who has all kinds of problems with their body. And it's not just the people they know energetically, they pick up on all the people that they don't know that are doing the same thing. And they try to replicate and duplicate that, only they try to do it in the with a better version, you know, it's like judgment 3.79, the beta version, you know, it's like, <laughs> dude, judgment is judgment is judgment is judgment and judgment kills judgment destroys judgment never creates. Yeah. And so also in this conversation, I'm, I'm so glad you brought up that, you know, a lot of us who've been actually asking our bodies for things will screw it up almost regularly, you yeah. know, like, oh, screw that one. Oh, dude. Oh, I ate so much. Oh my God. I feel so fat. Oh my, you know, like all that sort of stuff because we do. Yeah. And okay. But what if it's just an interesting point of view? What if it's like, okay, I made that choice. That's cool. Now I know what it feels like when I'm acting like I'm listening to my body when I'm actually not. That's great. We just got more awareness. My point of view is all's well that ends in more awareness. Yeah, and that's part of being yeah. us and being us with our bodies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, well, and the I mean the the piece about the magic that's available, that is just there's a whole universe there, and you know, just I mean I remember years ago, kind of being introduced to this idea that my body could get greater every day, you know, and I was like, I'll have that. You know, and it's so cool when you see people that use these tools, the access consciousness tools, and they, you know, have that, they talk, they have this sense of connection and communion with their bodies. And it's like, people get younger and more fabulous and like healthier. And, you know, it's like, so, and I, I, I like at one point I was like, oh, I forgot that's actually like, not really how it's supposed to be, you know, but <laughs> my body does like, it's, it's so much more wonderful in every way than it was a decade ago, you know? Yeah. And, and it's because of all the, everything that I do with it, you know, all the ways that I play with it and just listen and, and explore that universe of magic that's available. And that's just, I mean, wow, you know, what a, what a gift to have that I, reality. I think that's a big part of it is the continuous exploration of what is beyond reality as we currently believe it is yeah and that and i also it's like i've seen so many people who look younger i saw a video of myself uh i was just watching it um while i was on the way here i was in the airport on the way here to fly home um that 
sentence made no sense. Anyway, I was just watching the video. <laughs> like in my mind, it made total sense before were... it started coming out of my mouth. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, but I'm really good at being ridiculous and stupid and awesome at it. Thank you very much. So um, no need to judge it. I just acknowledge it now. Okay. But this is also, you know, part of what we're talking about. It's like, hey, when you do something that's like that, you just go, oh, that was cool. That was awesome. Um, but I was watching a video that I made something, I don't know, 10 years ago almost. And I looked at that and I was like, wow, looking at me now and looking at me then, I was like, I like the way I look and feel in my body better now than I did 10 years ago. Yeah. And that is one thing that I see with people who embrace this possibility. You know, a lot of people go, okay, so what are these amazing tools? You know, once again, looking for, and I don't blame you, um, looking for the answer, like, okay, you're talking about all this stuff. How do I get there? Start mm -hmm. by recognizing you are bigger than your body. Your body's inside of you. Now, whatever that means to you or brings up for you, let yourself just acknowledge if that seems like it makes you lighter because what's true makes you lighter, a lie makes you heavier. Then start to create a communication with your body by asking it for everything that concerns it and recognize you're going to screw it up. We all screw it up. Don't make yourself wrong. Don't make your body wrong. And then every single day, put your hands on your body and say, body, I'm so grateful for you. And then when you stand in front of the mirror, first thing in the morning, naked, do it naked, naked, I said, naked. Okay. <laughs> um, when you stand in front of the mirror naked, look at your body and recognize how conditioned you are to go into instant judgment of what is wrong with it. That doesn't match the image. By the way, 99% of the images you were trying to match are fed to you from people who don't actually have those bodies day to day. You look at bodybuilders, you see them in off season, they are much larger with a lot more body fat, okay? You look at actresses in movies, they have been slimming down for between three and six, uh, between six months to six weeks to get to slimming down and building up muscle to get their body there. You find them six months after the shoot, you're going to see a different body. Mm -hmm. Models, uh, Photoshop, how you doing? And it is easier. It is, it is, it is amazing. It is, I, oh my goodness. I was um, studying that at one point or learning it. I, I wasn't, I didn't want to necessarily, but I found myself, um, I was taking a Photoshop course and part of it was, you know, that sort of stuff. Like, how do you make this person, you know, you change people's eyes, you change this. And it's like, 99.999% of them are Photoshop. Mm -hmm. So people are comparing themselves to an image that doesn't even exist. Yeah. It's the not mirror, even real. The mirror doesn't have a Photoshop app. No, exactly. <laughs> and so this, so here we are trying to get to something and trying to, trying to believe that if we just look right, we can finally feel right. If we just look right, enough people will like us. If we just look right and we can stop judging ourselves, it doesn't work. Once you stop judging yourself, you start looking the way you always wanted to look. It actually, so it's a 180 degree turn actually. Mm -hmm. Once yeah. you start getting over the judgment and we have a clearing statement, we have pock and pod, which is the short form of that. If you notice yourself judging you and your body, 
see a hand, see a stop sign, or just go puck and pod. You can learn more about the clearing statement at theclearingstatement.com. Um, but really, it's a choice to have a different connection with our bodies, a different quote unquote relationship with our bodies that's more of a sense of communion that is like if you could imagine being in relationship with somebody who absolutely adored you and would do anything you asked, who never judged you and would do anything you asked, whose entire purpose in life was to contribute to you and do anything you asked, you already have one. It's called your body. Are you going to be willing to be different enough to acknowledge that? Are you going to be willing to be different enough to actually have ease with your body? Are you going to be willing to be different enough to actually like your body no matter what it is right now and presents to the world? Yeah. We get out of judgment of our body, we change our world. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is what a gift. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm hoping even if people did not necessarily follow my words, I'm hoping that they picked up on the energy yeah. and the space that's being invited here and the difference that is. And anybody listening who desires more of that, just play this a few times, even mm -hmm. on low volume, even if you're not listening to it, because the energy that invites this change is there because it's an acknowledgement of an energy and a space and a consciousness that we can be with our bodies. And having that actually is what invites the change more than any of our thinking can do. True story. Yeah. Well, and, you know, two other tools to throw in to the mix are the body whispering book. Yes. Which is amazing. I have, I've started reading it. I haven't gotten super far in it yet, but I'm loving it. It's just, wow. So cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and the being you changing the world book, um, two amazing, really just, yeah. Well, Incredible both of guess. those are written from an energetic perspective. And what I mean by that is it's not a mental journey or a mental exercise. You know, there are a couple places where I'll have you write something down. But even if you don't write something down, the fact that I asked you to write it down means you already went through it in your head. And so it's in your head. So it's going to work anyway. <laughs> but it really is this energetic journey. And forever with it was funny because with the Being You book, I wanted people to be able to have a, a way of, of by the time they had gone through the book to have more of them and not even know how they got there but to have less of the wrongness of them, more of a sense of space, more of a sense of peace, more of a sense of liking themselves and their lives and what they've created as their life. And, and not even to cognitively understand how they got there, which is exactly what it created. It's this meandering journey that you're like, wow, we go here and here and here and here. And wow, it's the same thing with the body whispering book. Yeah. It's, it's this energetic invitation. So when you read it, it takes you on this, meandering journey where it brings up things that are sort of hot points in different areas, but also this invitation to this different space. Yeah. And so together they create this, this, this space where your being and your body finally have the space to exist beyond judgment. Hmm. More of that in the world, please. 
Yes, please. Especially, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ever a time to really have a different reality with our bodies. Yeah. It is now. If there were ever a time to unleash non-judgment on the world, I'd say that was a friggin' time. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thank you so much. And, and uh, just uh, for being you day for anybody who hears this before May 22nd or even after, cause I'm sure there's, there's a, What's the website? I the website know. is beingyouday.com and clever, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the festivities start at noon uh, central time, which is Houston time in the U.S. And so far we have about six hours of really cool content and plans for uh, what we're doing that day. And it's one of these other things where you tap in and it just acknowledges what you know to such a degree or what you knew that you thought, oh, nobody else knows that, so I won't have it. To such a degree that you just, after a few, I don't know, few moments, a few hours, who knows, a few minutes, you just have a sense of it's okay to be you, whatever that is. So that's our target. And uh, this is the first of potentially many being you days to come. And I'm very excited to kick this off and get this started because as you were saying, now more than ever, us being us, it's truly a gift that will change not only our lives, but the world and the people around us. Yeah, it's required more than ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Let's do awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jane. Thanks everybody for listening and um, we'll catch you next time. Have fun. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the Creation of Living podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and leave me a review. If you would like more, you can find all kinds of resources and upcoming events at heathernichols.com. Until next time, remember, my beautiful friends, the world thrives when you do.